0: This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right. Welcome back, Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. How we doing, ladies and gents? I am your host, Ryan Rothstein at Wise Rye on Twitter, W I S E R Y E. Recording this on Wednesday, August twenty fourth. We got a lot to get to, a lot to recap, and then uh, a lot to preview, of course, from the betting perspective, and just uh, for all the updates here in the Philadelphia sports world, the Philadelphia sports betting world. Uh, let's start with the birds for a second, as we have plenty of Phillies to discuss. But uh, the Eagles haven't gotten a chance to really recap the the big win, the preseason victory uh, against the Cleveland Browns. Brings their all-important preseason record, the 500, 1-1, one 21-20. One. Uh, we gave out um, a couple of picks on this matchup, particularly the Browns plus uh the three. Plus uh plus three to three and a half, depending on when you grabbed it. Uh so that hit. Browns cover. Eagles win the game uh outright. They don't cover that three point number that they were favored by on the road. No starters really played. I mean, yeah, the young you know, we had young guys playing. We'll we'll get to some of that here briefly. We had, you know, the likes of of course backup quarterback Gardner Minshew. He was effective and efficient, leading the second-team offense on two two nice, long touchdown drives. Uh, Jalen Hurts, of course, was in street clothes on the sideline uh, while he was in street clothes. Minshew led a 14-play opening touchdown drive and followed it with a 17-play march, both ending in short touchdown runs, so that was nice. Minshew on the day finished 14 of 17, 142 yards uh, before getting the boot. Uh, and turning it over to Reed Sinnott. and uh, this is where it gets you know a little bit interesting. I joke and poke fun at the preseason a lot, but Eagles do have some decisions to make at wide receiver, and it's it's good decisions. Uh, Olympic athlete, Olympic hurdler, Allen Devon Allen. He had a really nice play, a 55-yard touchdown pass in the third quarter, put the Eagles ahead, 21-20, and that was the uh, that was the end of all of the scoring, but. He is speedy, he is fast, and he is a nightmare. I mean, I I would be surprised if he doesn't end up making this team. It's just the Eagles have some decisions to make now because of Devon Allen, of Jalen Rager, um, and of uh, rookie Clay as well. So they have three guys really vying for the final two wide receiver roster spots here I would imagine the Eagles are going to officially keep six wide receivers on the roster they already have four that's pretty much locked up in check Um, so that's something to keep an eye on as we shift gears to the third and final preseason game just something to uh, to make note of there in the back of your minds but uh, the rumors now with Miles Sanders once again dealing with a hamstring injury and I say once again it just feels like this guy unfortunately has always been uh dealing with some injuries that keeps him out of the lineup he can't really be consistently available over the past couple of years you take Miles Sanders out of this running back room what do they really have right there there's a lot of hope and excitement around Kenneth uh Kenneth Gainwell entering year two I'm excited for Gainwell as well I I don't Certainly don't believe he's ready to be a, a number one main running back in the NFL right now, and that's not even a knock on him. That's just the reality of where he's at progress-wise, progress, uh, progress wise. okay? And then you have Boston Scott, who is old, reliable, can certainly jump in and um, take a heavy workload for a couple of weeks, especially if it's against the New York football giants. He always dominates the giants. But you have two guys that are certainly capable and ready to play an important role. In this offense, but not ready to play the leading role as lead running back for the Eagles. And I've always question if Miles Sanders is the right guy to do that, but nonetheless, that's the reality. Kareem Hunt, Cleveland Browns running back, has been notably um, you know, upset, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it. It's been reported that he is seeking a trade. He says he's happy in Cleveland, but he's also open to going elsewhere if another team wants to give him that contract he's looking for with the money with the extended um years on the contract and obviously playing a bigger role or at least an equal role that he's playing right now in Cleveland Adam Schefter uh touched on this the other day he said right now there's really no news coming out of either side Philly and or Cleveland regarding uh Kareem Hunt and the Philadelphia Eagles for a potential trade but and this is something chefs are commenting on as well, it doesn't mean that can change or it, it, it won't change, I should say. So it's something to keep an eye on. I think the Eagles are definitely uh, keeping their ears open uh, in hopes to potentially add a back to the running back room, and they're going to need to, right? It, it's uh, it's certainly a little bit concerning and, and uneasy if Miles Sanders is going to uh, continuously be – Unavailable, which has sort of been the story of his of his career thus far. All right, so we'll we'll talk more Eagles. Uh, if you look at the Phillies, man, they have been rocket and rolling now, especially after that Met series. Uh, you look at Tuesday night in particular; they just continued to battle, they continued to fight, uh, and that battling and fighting led to a nice walk off win a three-run deficit um, in the sixth inning. They responded with two more runs in the ninth to walk off the Cincinnati Reds, 7-6, off a Nick Maton single. uh, Bryson Stott nearly won the game himself with a pinch hit blast off the top of the wall in the right center, uh, inches away from going out and over the wall for a game-winning homer, but instead a game-tying double. Stott advanced to third. The rest is history, so... The, the Phillies right now, 68 and 55, 13 games over 500. They have a one game lead over the San Diego Padres uh, for that second spot in the NL wildcard race. And this is something I pointed out as well. You know, listen, we all just want this this Phillies team to make the playoffs, including myself. But it is interesting to, to keep an eye on where they actually finish because uh, it actually may be more beneficial. For any of these teams that are in this wild card race, not named the Atlanta Braves, it, it would be a better draw to end up in the third wild card spot because then you get to avoid the Atlanta Braves. You know, the more successful season, second wild card spot, well, your award from that is facing the Atlanta Braves. So, I'm um, not saying that's an impossible task, but certainly a more challenging one to, to say the least. All right, let's look at the betting odds for. Wednesday night between the Phillies and the Reds. The Phillies are the heavy favorite, minus 265 at Pet Rivers. The Reds, plus 215. You look at the run line, Reds getting the 1.5 priced at even money, plus 100. The Phillies laying the 1.5 priced at minus 120. Total runs set at 9. The overpriced at minus 120. The underpriced at even money at plus 100. You look at some of the futures market betting odds. Phillies to win the World Series, 35-1 to right now. Phillies to come out at the National League sixteen to one, and that is really all that's currently available at the time of recording this. Obviously, some of the uh, options in the futures market gets pulled down uh, depending on which games are live, uh, and the Braves are about to be live against the Pittsburgh Pirates, so that impacts like NL East odds and and some of those other odds there. But uh, nonetheless, we'll dissect and give out a betting preview and betting pick. For this Phillies-Reds game, we'll also continue to talk more birds here uh, as they have joint practices with the Miami Dolphins before their game against Miami, their third and final preseason game. All right, so let's look at Phillies-Reds here a little bit further. As we've mentioned, the betting odds already. Phillies, the heavy favorite at minus 265 just to win the game outright. The run line, minus 120 with the Phillies laying the one and a half on the run line. This is uh, an interesting pitching battle if you want to be super friendly and and positive and and you know call it a battle uh with TJ Zook going up against Christopher Sanchez for the fills uh if you're wondering who the heck Christopher Sanchez is well he's a minor leaguer he's getting called up to citizens bank park for the first time since July 10th uh and maybe the young the young fella the minor leaguer can show the Phillies brass a little bit of something with Sir Anthony Dominguez hitting the 15-day IL and obviously Corey Kniebel's season being cut short. Someone uh, that can go an inning or two out of the bullpen in the playoffs as we get closer to the playoffs certainly could be beneficial right now for this Phillies ball club. Righties against Sanchez this season have been good for a 167 batting average uh, and the Reds lineup is featuring six righties. So, Hopefully, you know, that can mean something here tonight, Wednesday night. All signs certainly point to a bullpen type of a game here with this pitching matchup. But uh, if if Sanchez can get five innings, right, if he can go five innings, if the Phillies can get a solid, a legitimate five innings, 15 outs from him, uh, that would be a victory as it relates to his performance and what he needs to do. Uh, for the Phillies ball club tonight, looking for a sweep against the Cincinnati Reds, and dare I say, they need the sweep against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Paris starts early in July, as I mentioned. You look at Sanchez's last five starts uh, in AAA with the Iron Pigs: <clears throat> twenty-three hits over twenty-one and a thirds a third innings pitched a 17-10 to to strikeout-to-walk ratio. He has an ERA of almost 5.5, 5.48. A A batting average he's given up, uh, 277. And he's only gotten to that five-inning mark, as I've mentioned how important that would be, how beneficial that would be, only one time in his last five starts. So uh, welcome to the big leagues here with this call-up, this important call-up. Certainly hasn't been pitching his best, so uh, any signs of shakiness even if it's in the second inning, I, I think he's going to get get pulled, and we're going to see a bull uh, a bullpen game. So uh, that could be cause for concern, uh, and that certainly makes me want to lean towards the total here and take the over on the nine inning uh, nine innings on the nine total runs. Excuse me, uh, priced at minus one twenty. Some other areas that we can possibly key in on uh, for options to to make a wager here. Um, because the the price at minus two sixty five here for the Phillies just to win this game outright is certainly a little steep. Um, you know we can look into player props, and we can look into hits. We can also look into uh, home runs. You know, I, I look at Kyle Schwarber to hit a home run at plus two eighty, and you may say, well, this dude hasn't done anything uh, in a few weeks. That's true. I, I mean he's he's coming off that injury. He hasn't had a home run since August fifth. Uh, It seems like he is certainly due, I would say, overdue to get to his 35th home run, his 35th dinger of the season, uh, especially against the Cincinnati Reds. So if you can get Schwarber at plus 280, maybe even closer to 3-1 to uh, to go yard tonight against the Reds, I like that one. I also don't hate Nick Castellanos to go yard at plus 375. uh, Or if you want to look at singles, uh, because Castellanos has been hitting the ball a little bit better here as of late. He has three uh, three hits already in this series. So for Castellanos to have two hits or more, however he gets them, at plus 195 at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I also like that play here uh, for Wednesday night against the Cincinnati Reds. So I'm going over the total of nine. Uh, and I'm also going over the one and a half hits mark for Nick Castellanos. And then just like a side Throw it out there, uh, do what you want with it. I I like I like the idea of Schwarber uh, ending his home run drought and going yard against the Cincinnati Reds team at plus two eighty. Uh, so all viable options. This is a this is an important series here for our Philadelphia Phillies, where it's already August twenty fourth. Uh, calendars quickly approaching September, and yes, the Phillies do have. The one-game lead over San Diego right now uh, in the three-team wild card race for that second wild card spot. So that's a good sign, but obviously there's not a ton of room for error. Uh, and you know, as we all know, Bryce Harper is hopefully making his return here sooner than later, and that's been a big story all over the uh, the internet. As Harper was the designated hitter and hit second in the lineup for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Um, in a rehab assignment, and he went yard in the fifth pitch that he saw from Atlanta Braves prospect Jarrett Schuster high over the wall at Coca-Cola Park, and uh, what was announced to be a sellout crowd of over ten thousand fans. Uh, so Harper looked good. He walked in his second at bat against Schuster. Um, Harper, Harper's homer. Certainly got the crowd going, and more importantly, it got the fans going in, uh, in the area, and even some of the Phillies players said, all right, bring them up, baby. Let's do it. So Harper down in AAA trying to uh, get get right coming off of this injury certainly looks like um, it's a good sign, and the Phillies could be seeing Harper sooner than later. Um, Interim manager Rob Thompson said on Tuesday night that he and his staff – and Philly's brass will talk to Harper about his official return date, and they did not rule out this Friday as a possibility. Gene Segura, Philly's second baseman, said, bring him up. He doesn't need more games. What is he doing down there? He's ready. Hopefully he comes back quick. If he hit two homers, bring him up. He was a huge success for the fans that turned out in the season-high numbers just to catch a quick glimpse of Harper down in Triple A." Uh, Iron Pigs merchandise store and ticket phone lines were buzzing. They were selling out of their gear. Um, And that's pretty cool to see. So you know what else would be pretty cool to see? Bryce Harper back in a Phillies uniform. No disrespect to the Iron Pigs. Keep a close eye on that news. And man, it certainly would be a great thing to see Bryce Harper back uh, in just a couple of days, in just 48 hours or so. Hopefully, that's the news we're getting sooner rather than later. All right, let's get to some Eagles uh, football talk and betting previews and picks and everything in between here. Uh, Eagles third and final preseason game taking place this week, and uh, we'll actually see some starters. How about that? We'll likely see a couple of former University of Alabama quarterbacks in action this week in the preseason finale after Jalen Hurts saw the field for a couple of series in week one, uh, then had the entire Week two of, of, uh, of the uh, preseason off. Uh, that's typically what what transpires here for NFL preseason. And then we'll see Tua and Hertz uh, go head-to-head for a little bit here in this third and final preseason game. Let's look at the betting numbers here. Uh, as of the time of recording this, you look at the Eagles and Dolphins. Eagles on the road getting 3.5, priced at minus 112. Dolphins, the 3.5-point home favorite. Uh, laying the three and a half price at minus 109. The <clears throat> money line uh, betting odds Eagles plus 140. The Dolphins minus 175. The total right now at Bet River set at 38 and a half with the overpriced at minus 107. The underpriced at minus 114. Um, both teams are one and one heading into this third and final preseason game. And uh, we'll see whose offense is looking a little bit better uh, and is looking a little bit more prepared uh, as these teams have similar questions and similar situations. Two young quarterbacks that um, have gotten their fair share of criticism. Both of these quarterbacks, as I've already mentioned, coming out of the University of Alabama, obviously Hurts transferred, but at one point at least, coming out of the University of Alabama, Um a lot of similarities, and it starts, of course, with the quarterback. Both of these quarterbacks have shown some flashes, but there are still uh, a fair amount of questions surrounding their ability to really have success passing the ball and pushing the ball down the field and be that actual, air quote, true franchise quarterback. And then you look at the receivers, right? The, the receivers that have been brought in for both Miami and Philadelphia to hopefully – maximize these quarterbacks' abilities and stats and obviously the offense as a whole. Uh, and I think both Miami and Philadelphia is going to get plenty of the answers to these important questions. You look at the Dolphins, they bring in Tyreek Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs. That's still super weird, uh, but nonetheless, that's a reality. And then, of course, as we all know, the Eagles bringing in A.J. Brown from Tennessee. And this is only a year after Miami drafts Jalen Waddell from Alabama and a year after the Eagles took Devonte Smith after his Heisman season at Alabama. Both have a good offensive line. The Eagles certainly, I would say, much better, uh, but Miami, not too shabby themselves. Um, both teams are going to want to see their new offense all out on the field. Tyreek Hill was supposed to play a week ago, but he was a late scratch, so Tua and Tyreek are both expected to start uh, for this third and final preseason game. And with that being said, I I think uh, with both teams wanting to get some final, uh, you know, rust shaken off, I certainly like the over 38 and a half. The over has hit in both of their games, um, the Eagles games that is, with one of them having no Jalen Hurts and really no offensive starters of significance now this game you're going to get that from the Eagles side of things and then the the opponent with the Dolphins uh featuring Tyreek Hill and Tua and the rest of the guys they're going to be looking to uh get some successful drives that result in six themselves so right now uh I would say the over is a really good play for this matchup but uh uh, we'll see if that changes. We'll be dissecting and previewing this game all the way up until tip-off this week. Tip-off kickoff <laughs> uh, this week. So uh, something to keep an eye on here. Uh, if anything changes as far as who's expected to start, how much playing time any of these significant guys are expected to get right now, all signs look uh, looking up, pointing upwards that we're actually going to get the starters on both sides and we're going to get more than just a series or two uh so the third and final preseason game is always the most intriguing of the three for exactly those reasons let's look at some of the updated odds in the futures betting market here for uh our philadelphia eagles of course and we'll start with the updated odds to make the playoffs not much has changed eagles yes to make the postseason minus 167 no plus 137 Uh, Division finishing position, uh, Eagles to win the division, plus 165. Eagles to finish in second place, regardless of who comes in first, plus 190. Eagles to finish in third, plus 325. And Eagles to finish dead last in fourth, to 7-1. The win total still at 9.5 with the over 9.5 priced at minus 139. The under priced at plus 115. Uh, then you also have the option to take the over under at both 8.5 and 10.5 and at Bet River. So over 8.5 priced at minus 225. The under 8.5 priced at plus 175. 10.5 over. So 11 wins or more if you want to bet on that. Plus 160. I don't love that price. Uh, I need that at at least two to one to feel good about that. Uh, the under 10.5 priced at minus 200. Um, so nothing really there for the eight and a half or nine and a half I feel good about. And I talked about the nine and a half plenty uh up to this point. I don't like that either. If you put um you know, if you make me you know take a, a side here on the over or the under, I would honestly I would lean under at plus one fifteen. Nine and eight can still certainly get him into the playoffs. Uh, which is a better price than minus 167 birds to make the playoffs. And it's a better price than the division winner at plus 165. Um, Well, it's not actually, excuse me. But uh, you're essentially betting on the Eagles to make the playoffs uh, with less than nine wins, which I think is more than doable. They did it last year at nine and eight. Uh, And to be quite honest, I, I think nine wins can also win this division. Right. Like I, I think this division is still gonna be really challenging for all four of these teams. It's still gonna be a gauntlet. It's always a gauntlet. Right. Like I I he, I've heard way too much throughout the summer. Well, the Eagles have a favorable schedule, and on top of the favorable schedule, the division is nothing really scary. They should have success. They they have an opportunity to take advantage of the Giants and the Commanders. But I think the commanders are getting a little bit um overlooked not that there's some juggernaut Super Bowl contender uh, and I think the Giants are going to be a challenge for the Eagles when I say a challenge it's going to be tough for the Eagles to win two games against both of those teams it always is right it's tough for the Cowboys to beat those teams twice it's tough for the Giants to beat any NFC East division opponent twice and so on and so on uh, so if the Eagles get four wins out of the six games like in any season quite honestly that's that's a, that's a success, right? It's very possible the Eagles go three and three, right? They can split their games against all of these teams. Maybe they win two against the Giants. Maybe they split against Washington. All right. Maybe they lose two against Dallas. Like that, that's a three and three record, right? However you slice it, uh, there's a lot of different variables that you can see play out that ends up putting the Eagles with a three and three division record. Uh, And and that's a factor and part of my hesitancy. You also look at the favorable schedule narrative. That's all well and good right now on paper. That doesn't mean that's going to be the reality uh, when week one kicks off. right? We see it almost every season. Teams that are supposed to be good are actually having a down year. Injuries occur, which no one can ever predict or factor into the conversation at this point of the year in late August. uh, And then vice versa. You see young teams that maybe aren't expected to do much uh, have a have a better year where they overachieve a little bit, and maybe get to eight, nine, ten wins when they're only expected to get the five, six, seven wins. All right, so I know I'm saying some obvious things and maybe a little bit open ended, but those are those are reasons enough for me to a little to be a little bit more cautious uh, than I think some others are being in the way that you approach some of these future market plays. Uh I really do like the under nine and a half at plus one fifteen. All right. Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, uh, at Wise Rye on the old Twitter machine, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. Uh, we have a lot more to put out the rest of the week, so make sure you're following me. Make sure you're subscribed or following the Philadelphia City Cast, and you can find links to all of the podcast platforms we're available to you on on my Twitter page. You can also find links to each and every individual episode we're putting out there just for you. Just to recap, I like the over nine runs uh, for this Phillies Reds game, and if it can get ticked down to eight and a half, certainly jump on that. But over nine right now, priced at minus one twenty. I also like Nick Castellanos getting a little bit uh, weird here in the player prop market. I like. Casty to get over one and a half hits priced at plus 190 and I also wouldn't hate taking a flyer on Kyle Schwarber to go yard he hasn't done so since August 5th uh so look for Schwarbs to go yard after three weeks without getting one which would get him to his 35th of the season, and he has a great opportunity to do exactly that against the lowly Cincinnati Reds. The Phillies have to continue to take care of business against these lesser teams. 20 games uh, in total against teams named the Reds, the Pirates, and the Nationals. Uh, you would love to see, you know, at least 14 wins. Is that asking too much? I, I, I don't really don't think it is. All right, so we're putting out plenty more episodes this week and in the coming weeks as we gear up uh, and and get closer and closer to NFL regular season. We'll continue this week talking about Eagles-Dolphins, all the latest news and notes around the birds and the NFL. Eagles-Lions is approaching quickly. All right, just a couple of weeks away from real football. No offense to the preseason. Eagles-Lions, September 11th, 1 p.m., Philly uh, traveling to Detroit. That number right now is at four. It's bounced around a little bit, seen, saw it at four and a half, even saw it at three and a half. It's been mainly between four and four and a half over the past month or so. Eagles, the road favorite, priced at minus 110, minus 110 for Detroit, getting the four as well. Eagles right now on the money line for that regular season opener. In Detroit, minus two hundred. The Lions to win that game outright plus one sixty-five. And the total for that matchup set at 48. All right. Thank you as always for tuning in to another edition of the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I've been your host, Ryan Ropstein. Best of luck on your bets. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll see you on the next episode right here on the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Peace kick off football season with bet rivers online sportsbook. all season long bet rivers is your go-to sports book for all football related content check out betrivers.com or download the bet rivers app for the latest odds unique promotions player props and more every week bet rivers has unique football specials to help you win big cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with bet rivers it's a whole new game Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.